Hey, welcome to uh, Point of View. I'm Ryan along with Elliot, and we brought our special guest, um, Broncos fan Gabe. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm in a good mood. It's Monday, Labor Day. I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Yep. Um, so are you excited for the Broncos season this year? Very excited. I already explained uh, before the camera started rolling that Drew Locke is going to play like the other Drew, uh, Breeze. Um, I think our season, I think we're going to go 10-6. and six. I don't think we're going to win the division, unfortunately, because there's a light-skinned fellow uh, in Kansas City who seems to be like Thanos right now. But I'm excited. I think we had a good draft. I think, I think we had a really good draft. I think Philip Lindsay is going to take another step in the right direction. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for us. All right, very good. Um, Elliot, um, how are your Vikings going to do this year? Um, okay, you're going to call them my Vikings. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, they I, I, are your Vikings, though. They're, they're the only team you root for. I root, there's the only team I root for. I root for individuals and other teams where I root for their teams. When they, you know what I mean. But um, yeah. no, I, I think they win the division. I, I don't like the Packers this year. Um, and then I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of any team in that in that particular division at this point. Um, but I think the Vikings have a better roster and the better team at this moment. Even though I'm not a big fan of Kirk Cousins or anything like that, but they should win the division. But um. We'll just have to, we'll have to see what happens with that because I think it's it, it's a coin flip, but I think the, the the Vikings have a slightly better roster. All right, um, I know you have a big list of topics, so I'll take it. All give right. it to you. All right, um, all right. I mean, a lot of this stuff was going to be because Tony was going to be here, but um, uh, let's just. I mean, I know we just talked to. If, if, if you guys want to go any deeper into the, the NFC North specifically, um, anyone who wants can take it away, and then uh, we can go on from Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll take ahead. this one. The Packers are winning that division. You're crazy if you think the Vikings are winning it. I know they have the size, the skill, they have the players, but they're just not going to be able to string the wins together. And I know it doesn't make any sense, but people forget that the Packers was 13-3 and last year. And that was with a first-year head coach and Matt LaFleur. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly. I watch too much Stephen A. Smith. But um, Matt LaFleur is a great coach. He did, he did a lot of good things with the Titans. He did a lot of innovative things with the Titans. Um, Rodgers is just going to get better in that system. And plus, with great quarterbacks like that, people don't actually know what weapons they have because they can find anybody, like Brady did it, Manning did it. They'll find a third stringer who just who happens to be really, really good, and they can fit in a system. Um, Rodgers is probably going to take more risk because he knows that they, that they drafted Jordan Love, and so I've really got the Packers winning that division. I don't think the Lions will do much. I don't believe in, in, in the Bears, and I still don't believe in the Vikings. I know that they beat the Saints in the playoffs, but I still don't believe in them. Sorry. All right, well, you're wrong. Uh, the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl at the NFC. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and I'm not – you know what? You can hold me to that. Listen, I'm holding you to it. Hey, on. This is going to be the year. This I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on to the live here. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins right now. Kirk Cousins will be the MVP of the NFL this year. <laughs> what? I'm not was... joking. This is the year he breaks through, okay? <laughs> Doubt, okay, not only that. Doubt, no, I really believe this. <laughs> Dalvin Cook's going to have a breakout monster year. That I agree with. 
I mean, I think he's going to turn himself into a top five running back in the league. And with that defense, if they have the ability to run the ball, you watch out because we all know what's the most important thing in the playoffs, your run game and your defense. Absolutely. Alvin Cook is going to make Kirk Cousins that much better. He's going to take a lot of the pressure off. And I think that defense is really going to step up. I don't think, and now trust me, I think it's going to be very close. I think it's between them, the 49ers, or Seahawks. I agree with Elliot. I don't think the Packers are doing anything this year. I think they were the worst 13-3 team in the history of the NFL. They were 13-3, but they, in actuality, they were like 9-7. and seven. That's, wow. that, that's the product wow. that they showed us. They won 13-3 and three games. They're a 9-7 and seven team that won 13 games. There's a difference wow. than being 13-3 and three <laughs> in real life and – on, and the whole thing, and okay. being a team okay. that happened to win 13 games. That's all I'm saying. The thing. Aaron Rodgers is not a b- bad man. Patrick Mahomes is the bad, <laughs> to quote my boy. So there you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, but um, no, seriously, I think – but I also think with the COVID and the lockdown and not that many teams get in training, in training camp, I don't think you're going to see a team win more than 12 games this year. Across any, okay. Okay. honestly, because uh, I think you're going to have too many injuries. Um, I think a one seat could come out of the NFC or the AFC going 11 and five, and that's an honest p- prediction, just because of the lack of timing in training camp and injuries and all the things you have to factor in. No preseason either. Yeah. Um, right. So allow me to respond to all those takes that you guys had. So first thing is, thank God Tony didn't come because he would have flipped. <laughs> Out. <laughs> he can't do it. <laughs> Not only did you guys predict that the Packers will do nothing uh, this season, but you completely discredited their last run last year, the 13-3 and NFC Championship. Um, honestly, I, and, and here's what I have to say, honestly, about the Packers. I really feel in my heart and hearts that they were better than every team in the NFC last year excluding the Niners, obviously. But I think that they were better. I think they were better than the Vikings. I think they were better than the Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks in the playoffs. Yes, but hold well. on, hold on, before you continue. Russell Wilson lost all his running backs before that game. He yeah, was basically I'm carrying not a mediocre side. I'm, I'm, if, I, think, I think Russell Wilson had a better – is a better quarterback today, right now, than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, quite I think he, But I don't think that his team is better than the Pack because people will be sleeping on them. It's just that one team in the NFC that always blows out the Packers. Like, remember when Atlanta did it in the NFC Championship? Blew them right out. So it happened again with the 49ers. So I, I, I understand. Uh, but, but at the same the time, take. that's all fair. That, we, that makes total sense. But at the same time, that game, was a, that game wasn't a blowout. It was pretty close. And if, if Russell Wilson has the running backs, because they got, they got a, some decent ones there that can, that can do a job mm-hmm, up there mm-hmm. in Seattle, if they're healthy and if they – perform, have a moment in a playoff game, then maybe the Packers don't win that game. I do get what you're saying, um, but at the I, same I, time, I, Seattle's not fully loaded at that point. I've I've seen the Seahawks be down 7-19 to 19 with less than five minutes left to the Packers and them still win the game. So I don't want to hear if, because a lot of if could have happened. The Packers should have won That's the right. NFC Championship. So to me, like I understand that point, but to me, I still have them – number two in that NFC time. And plus, you guys have to realize this. And here's a point. Um, in the NFC, it's not like the AFC. The AFC, the same old quarterbacks, the same old teams always kind of go. The NFC has new powerhouses every year. Like the, the 49ers is a new powerhouse. Nobody had them really just going to the Super Bowl like that, honestly. 
Keep it real. Like, they just came out of nowhere. Like, the Rams, when they had their big explosive season a few years ago, nobody seen that coming. Philly, that's a completely – that was a brand-new regime, and they just came out of nowhere. So there's always these new powerhouses that comes out the NFC. I think it's the Packers' turn, and that's why I got them winning the – I got them winning the division. They're not going to the Super Bowl, but I will say this, though, Ryan – like, I got to give you props for your pick, picking the Vikings to, to, to be a great team and picking uh, Kirk Cousins to be the MVP because, like, that's a hot take. If, if you're wrong, we'll just throw it to the side. But if you're right, be like a, a, a damn genius, a damn genius. So Listen, this is why I think that, honestly. I think last year he finally won a playoff game. I think, like, he finally got over the hump where he finally realized, okay – I can actually win, like, the big games. Because he made all the throws against the Saints. The 49ers were just – nobody was going to beat them last year. Nope. Um, so, I think um, – yeah, I think he's going to have a monster year. Now, in all seriousness, the MVP is probably going to come down between Mahomes and and Mahomes, Watson, and Lamar Jackson. We all know that. But for my hot take, Kirk Cousins is my dark horse and has a very real chance at winning the MVP. Um, I re- like I said, I really do believe the emergence of Dalvin Cook's really going to help that Vikings team out. And I really believe they're coming out of the NFC. Now, do I think – what do I think is going to happen after that? Uh, probably a 42-0 to loss to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, I joke, of course. But you know what I mean. I mean, it, it, it really is any team's year. Um, I do have a question for you, though. Will, do you think Russell Wilson will ever win an MVP in his career? Nope. No. Or do you think Just he's like going to go down as the greatest ever to win and do not win an MVP? Wait, say that second part again. Do you think Russell Wilson, if he doesn't win, and he'll go down as the greatest ever to not win an MVP? Yeah. I think it, it's, it's nope, nope, because Drew Brees. Go ahead, Drew. Who would you take in the prime, Drew Brees or Russell Wilson? Because he didn't win MVP either. I don't know, man. That's hard because they're both Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah, but they're both <laughs> legends. Um, at this point, Brees. Just right. like, but let me just say something about that real quick. He, there are years that he probably will deserve to win the MVP, and there's probably years in the past that he won't. He deserved to win the MVP. The problem Breeze with Russell, deserved it. Right. With with Breeze and Russell, the problem mm-hmm. is the media has never liked Russell Wilson. Um, for whatever reason, I can't figure it out. I, I know why. I know why. It's because when he first started playing. The Super Bowl he won, which was the worst Super oh, Bowl yeah, in NFL history. I hate bringing it. The defense did the job, and so they just kind of chucked it up. Though he's a game manager, but it was never true. He was always really, really good, and he turned great. So right. it's tough to get that credit. Brady kind of had the same issue. He had to go win six before some people called him the goat. Right. Plus, on top of that, but after that Super Bowl, like the thing is, he led the league in touchdown passes several times. He's who? Drew Brees? Or? No, um, Russell Wilson. He's led the league in touchdown passes? What? Twice. I think. Well, at least once. There was one year for sure that he led. I don't know. Twice I meet Barangle. But the thing is, he's justified the fact that how great he is after the whole defense thing. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll never get the respect he deserves. But does has, will he have a season that justifies himself as an MVP? Absolutely. But, you know, other than this. this was last mm-hmm. year. Last year justified it. Lamar Jackson just came out. Literally came out of nowhere. And won it. But, I mean, if Mar Jackson didn't have that year, Russ was the MVP. Right, for sure. So, yeah. I think, again, this, okay. the, the three of us and Colin Coward are pretty much the only people who know this Russell Wilson thing is, is legit. And I think, just in general, um, 
he's never going to get that respect, but he's a Hall of Famer. If he never played another down, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Um, I agree with that. It, but when you come to the point of who was the best to never win an MVP, it's, it, it seems like an easy decision now, but at the end of this, it might not be as easy as it, as it seems Thanks. right now. Because Drew Brees, Drew Brees is obviously, at this point, the best to never win an MVP. Um, but, but, you know, five, seven years from now, when Russell Wilson is, you know, top ten and touchdown passes and all this other stuff or whatever he accomplishes if he wins another Super Bowl, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But that, if, if he doesn't win it, he, it will be between those two. And I think five years from now, it will – the conversation will be who was better, um, Drew Brees or Russell Wilson. It won't be who was better, okay. Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's a tough one. I disagree. But but but, but I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking on on future investment. I'm not talking about right yeah. now. I'm just talking yeah. within okay. five years. We're gonna have that conversation instead. That's just my prediction. Okay. Okay. So I will say this, just to end the topic, if you guys don't mind, real quick about Drew Brees and the Saints. Is their Super Bowl window open or closed? Real quick, Elliot, what do you think? Close. I think. Oh, I, I think. Like, Ryan, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. It slammed shut last year. I agree, a hundred percent. That was the year to do it. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. I mean, <laughs> and you could tell he's slowing down. I mean, he's forty-one. Mm -hmm. I always appreciate what he did. The fact that him and Brady have been able to even play at like a semi-high level at this age, so, yeah. I'm so jealous. Is just a testament because I mean, mm -hmm. not even like Manning was great, but like his last year when he won the Super Bowl, like we all knew it was time. Like yeah. he, four neck surgeries, four neck surgeries. Yeah, and I understand <laughs> that, but it's like you can't really like justify telling either one of those guys to retire yet. Absolutely, absolutely. As um, long as they can yeah. keep doing it, I mean, why would they stop? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. In in addition to all of that, I remember last year, Drew Brees missed five weeks. Uh, I think he had injured something. I'm like, this is actually good for the Saints. And they went 5-0. and And I'm like, well, maybe Drew Brees looked bad at the end of the year in the playoffs because, you know, he was, he was tired, tired, that arm. But he missed five weeks. He missed five weeks. So he should have been refreshed and healthy. And it meant nothing because the Vikings made him look like an old man. That arm just yeah. still wasn't live. He's losing it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I before we move on, I want to say something about this. Um, so it's it's obviously closed, but it's it's what happened was the Vikings Minnesota Minnesota miracle, where they where they lose at the last second, psychologically, mentally broken. Next year Absolutely. they come. Next year they come back. They they go against the Rams and they lose that game because of an unfortunate situation. And then the third year they come back. And they just, they just don't look the same. It's like <laughs> you can only take so much of choking like that or having unfortunate things happen to you. You can kind of compare it to um, the, what Barcelona went through the last few years. So same kind of dynamic here where they're great. They, they're good teams or great teams, whatever you want to say. But going through those situations consecutively and then losing in overtime against the Vikings, it just seems like it's like they went as far as they could. They, that window for that is closed. And I think it's mainly – it's not because Drew Brees can't still play. And it's not because um, Sean Payne's no longer a great coach. It's because of the way they lost those two NFC, or NFC, or playoff games before last year. And then last year was just – it was their last chance. It really was the icing on the cake. Because the only way to get over those two psychological warfare or whatever is to, mm -hmm. to overturn it and go deep in the playoffs after those two things happen. So because of the of how the breadcrumbs sort of fell, that's why it's slammed shut now. And yep, yep. they have they have another quarterback there, but 
I don't believe that he's he's gonna over. No, he, Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. Yeah, he's a specialist. Right. <laughs> no, no, he's he not is. a quarterback. You could win with, and I'm still saying it's close, but. If they still had Teddy Bridgewater waiting there maybe another year and then he goes in, maybe they could maybe they could muster something to at least go on a deep run. But the way it stands, because of all the things that, that basically led up to this moment, it just basically collapsed on itself. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Fair enough. Um, speaking of future investments, as Elliot brought up, uh, Mr. Jordan Love. Oh, um, that's a perfect thing. Perfect segue. Let's go ahead and start it. I think this was a – and I, I, I can see why Rodgers is pissed. I think it's a perfect pick, honestly. I mean, it worked before. I mean, it worked before. And, I mean, Jordan Love is not NFL ready. Aaron Rodgers was not NFL ready. You're sitting behind one of the best – and I'll admit it, probably easily a top ten guy to ever do it in this league. And you're learning from him, and you get an experience for two years. I don't think it's going to happen as smoothly as Rodgers did. But I think they definitely have their starting quarterback in the future. Gabe, you go, and I'll go. I'll go third. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I'll, just so we balance it out, because you right to agree, disagree, agree. That's what I. So go ahead. One hundred percent disagree with you, uh, Ryan, all the way. Completely disgusted, and here's why. So the Packers again, they went thirteen and three last year. They made it to the NFC Championship, where they were destroyed. <laughs> where they were destroyed by the same team that destroyed them earlier, just the 49ers. If clearly all they needed was some run stoppage, they needed some actual defense. They should have drafted a defender with that first round draft pick. If Jordan Love works out in the future, um, I'll look stupid and I'll be all the way wrong if he's the next Rodgers. But I just don't see it, guys. I think the, that the Packers' luck is running out because they've had a Hall of Fame they had a Hall of Famer at quarterback for how many years in a row? What, 20, 25? I don't know, but for a very long 25. time. Run- yeah, yeah, their luck is running out. They're not going to have another Hall of Famer after Rodgers. I don't think so. I don't think Jordan Love is it. I think they should have elected to go defense. They should have sold their soul. They should have mortgaged their future, and they should have tried to win the Super Bowl next year because they came close. I mean, they, they can't compete with the 49ers or, or the Chiefs. But that's only because their defense is trash and Rodgers doesn't have actual weapons. He doesn't have enough weapons around him. So they should have invested into those two things and said, forget the future. Forget trying to replace Rodgers. I know his stats has been going down, but he's still a top five guy in his league. I think he's still a top five quarterback in this game. I wouldn't take four of the quarterbacks before Rodgers. I know I sound like Tony almost, but Tony would, Tony would be melting down right now. Um, but nah, I, I think it was a bad move. They should have invested in, in, in pieces that can help Rodgers now. Well, my argument is they did the same thing with Favre. They won the division the year before they took Rodgers. They went 10-6 and six and won the division. And I know they lost in the first round, but couldn't the same argument be made that you win for Favre then instead of drafting a quarterback in the first round? I, was, I, I, I would have been wrong, 100% years ago because I'd have been on far side. Who was this kid, Aaron Rodgers? So if 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 the same thing happens, because only time will tell who's right and wrong. Only time. But um I, I I've just seen my team do it. I've seen my Broncos get humiliated in the Super Bowl, come back two years and win it. So it's possible. The pa- Packers were humiliated in the NFC championship. Why can't they come back in a year or two and win it? You know? That's just how I feel. I mean and obviously we only kind of won it because we had a backup that held 
Peyton Manning spot down. So I kind of look like a hypocrite. But my point is, invest in people who can help Rodgers today. All right. That's I, how I feel. All right. This is what I'm going to say, okay? I disagree with you, but I'm not – I'm not Ryan? No, Which you, one? you. You. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm not going to use the um, – I'm not going to use our, Ryan's argument because that's not why I think it's a good thing. So let, let me just break this down for you. Jordan Love last year – I'm going to talk about Jordan Love and then I'm going to talk about the pick just, just so I'm, I'm, I get right, all the right. context there. Jordan Love last year was one of the best call, quarterbacks in college football. Um, he pro- if, he got, if he left his junior year last year, he would have been one of the first quarterbacks off the board, okay? So that's, mm-hmm. that, that, that's this year. So 2018. Yes. And in, in that draft, um, three or four of his teammates were picked, right? So he goes into this upcoming season, th- this last season, with no NFL guys, his coach leaves, his offensive coordinator leaves, and then he's basically thrown to guys like you and me, basically. Just college athletes, but not the ones who are going to achieve at the high level. So with, with that being said, and his stats didn't look pretty and all that stuff, and I know uh, the, a lot of Packer fans probably saw the stats and got angry, but they're not really looking at this in this, this way. So Jordan Love would have been – what you know a top pick last year he still has that same rise and potential you watch him in college who does he look like a le- a, a worse version of patrick mahomes just in the term the way he plays and and I, yeah and i, I i've seen and some, some, some of the stuff yeah but just mm-hmm. you, you get what i'm saying right so I'm i see some similarities there right so the pick itself jordan love going to the packers being that as your future is a perfect situation for green bay just because you know, you can make an argument that he was even a higher uh, rated quarterback than some of the other ones that were taken in front of him. But anyway, but the point is that he was a high rated quarterback last year and would have been a top 10 to, to 15 pick last year. Okay. So that's the, that's the, the Jordan Love. Great, great potential, great player on paper. He should, he should be a guy who's, who's going to be a, not, I don't want to say superstar, but guy who's capable of reaching, reaching those type of heights. Not, not now, but like next year, the year after, whatever. We'll see. So that's the Jordan Love point. Then there's the Packer point. You say, okay, I get they won 13 and three, but as I stated before, they were nine and 17 that won 13 games. Then this is an important <laughs> thing to remember, right? Um, well, first off, you can talk about the playoff disappointments, what Aaron Rodgers did in those games. Aaron Rodgers, at the last several years, have has gone backwards in multiple ways and all this other stuff. And I'm not gonna tear him down in this segment. But I'm just I'm just putting all the information. So I'm out gonna there. tear him down next segment, but not yeah, this so one. Yeah, <laughs> so am I. Don't worry, we're gonna get there. Tear him down. <laughs> but okay, so so I'm just I'm just highlighting all this information so everyone right, understands right. the gravity of what I'm saying. And then okay, now 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 we look at that point, and then let's look at this point. The um, hold on a second. Okay, sorry. Uh, whatever. Uh, I got some message on the thing about something. Me too. Um, Time limit. Yeah. If, we're fine though. We're, we're fine. All right. Anyway, uh, green. So basically, Green Bay's. What are they trying to do? Let's let's just let's really think about what the angle is for drafting Jordan Love. Obviously, you want a future guy. That's one thing. But the reason they drafted who they and it's not just the Jordan Love pick. It's everyone they drafted through the entire draft. And this is the point. Their coach ran a power run offense over there in Tennessee. He got you know Derek Henry was incredible. He comes to Green Bay. He wants to replicate that offense, right? He, what he wants to do is he wants to run the power run offense they run, they run in San Francisco. That's his idea. You, have, you got that running back, and you have, you have other good pieces. And in that offense, you typically don't have a guy like 
Aaron Rodgers, who's, who's, who's got a cannon for your arm, is going to throw it downfield all the time. You want someone who can manage the game, and, and you're going to rely on the run. All right? So the first thing, they do the love thing. Trading up, I don't know what that happened, because it, the only reason that makes sense is if someone else is going to pick them or they get tipped off that someone else is going to pick them. But th- this, this is the main point here. They dra- they, then they drafted a running back, a tight end, um, a little bit defense. It's all – but and it's not that they drafted a running back and a tight end. It's the type of running backs and tight ends they drafted. Okay, okay. They did. Now I'm they did okay, so, so hear me out. So they draft I, – I, um, I know his name. I just can't escape my head. They were more expl- explosive running backs on the board. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who went to the Colts in the second round, for as far as a running back's value, is incredible that they got him at that spot. They passed on him. Why? Here's why. They they want they want running backs and tight ends that block and basically um, execute the offense that they want to run. So based on everything I laid out, the reason this makes sense is because of the structure they're building. And Aaron Rodgers, but besides the fact that he's declined, is the the structurally. They're building a power run offense. They're not building an offense you would put a Patrick Mahomes, an Aaron Rodgers, even uh, like a Josh Allen, guys with huge arms. You're building mm-hmm. something that you could put like a Jimmy Garoppolo in, an Alex Smith. And you do that with, with Jordan Love when, when it's his time. And maybe he get, he's a game manager for two years. And then he's really into his NFL form. And then he can start to become that star. And now you have a power run offense with a guy who can also, if necessary, you know, shred you. With, with passing the football. Um, so, I, so, go ahead. I understand everything you're saying. I think it's 100% factual. And I think with all of that being true, you still have to look at the facts that we were one game away from the Super Bowl. And with Rodgers being in decline, he, he's kind of becoming more and more of an Alex Smith than, say, a Pat, Patrick Mahomes. That's still a bit of a stretch, but you get what I'm saying. With all yeah. of that being said, I still think that they should draft – they, they could have used that first round. Didn't they draft them in the first round? They could have used that first round draft pick to, mm-hmm. for something that could have blown the top off the defense, something that could have helped out Rodgers in the O-line, something. Because, I mean, I think they, they got burnt for like over 200 rushing yards in the NFC Championship. Yep. They could have got a run, a run stopper. And picking quarterbacks is hard, okay? The Packers got lucky. And I say lucky, but, you know, they, they've been fortunate, you know, to have, you know, Hall of Famer at the quarterback position for 25 years. But I don't know if Jordan Love's going to be it. He, he could. He could be just like his first name, Jordan. He could be like that. True, but people – But but hold on. Just let me just make my point. People, not me, but people <laughs> said that about Patrick Mahomes as well. They thought it was crazy. And I know Alex Smith isn't Aaron Rodgers. But you get kind of the dilemma that they put themselves in. I get that. I get that. But that, that, that that's – Yeah, but that's Alex Smith. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. No, that's, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It doesn't matter. With Rodgers, I mean, with Alex Smith, he never really – his Super Bowl window was open for, like, maybe one year with the Chiefs, but he never really had a shot at winning it. Right, he never okay. was really that guy. Rodgers I mean, got me. a shot every year. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm Ryan not knows. knocking on Alex Smith at all. I appreciate what he did. He gave us stability for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and I'll respect that. But we were mm-hmm. never going to – Get over the hump with him. No, I got that. I got that. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just highlighting a point that that yep, yep. What, just to, to put perspective on what people would that said um, about Patrick so, Mahomes when they were yep, drafted. Yep. I, I I think the only way I don't think any of us can be right right now unless um, 
the Packers win the Super Bowl next Unless year. Unless Aaron Rodgers breaks his leg week seven and Jordan Love. Yeah, goes yeah. If if Jordan Love is great, then I think you guys are right. If Jordan Love is bad, then I'm right, pretty much. Or and if I, Jordan could, Love's a little bit better than you think and a little less better than we think, then just somewhere in the middle. <laughs> somewhere in the middle. But if Rodgers doesn't win a Super Bowl, if he doesn't do anything of significance, if he doesn't win another league MVP, then I guess you guys were right, you know. It shouldn't have mattered. But, uh, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. I agree. Great points, well, guys. Thanks. Here's my thing with Rodgers, though. And you said they're one game away. He's been one game away <laughs> four times. That's like hold four on, times. Right. And drafted defense every year for him. And he still can't get over the hump. His Super Bowl window closed. Let me let me point this out. He the, is the not, day after he won it. Hang on. Hang on. He is not his Super Bowl window is not closed. He has not been the same guy in the playoffs, though, since Eli Manning and the Giants actually wiped the floor from in 2011. Maybe. I think I think it broke him psychologically. Um, Eli was up there with a nine and seventeen. He beat Favre in the playoffs on Lambeau, and then he beat Rogers in the playoffs. Yep, on it won the Super Bowl both years. <laughs> it won the Super Bowl both times <laughs> against Brady. <laughs> Bruh. Um, no, no. I mean, yeah. I just, yeah. And the, the thing about that is, people. It's it's one of those stats that exists that no one ever talks about because it's bad for these shows that debate and stuff. He has the worst combined stats in the history of the NFC Championship game. And he's he's an elite quarterback, but I'm sorry, six touchdowns, seven picks, and a 42 passer rating. He just ain't good enough. Even Jay Cutler had a higher than 42 passer rating in that one NFC Championship game he played in. But historically, over the games he's played in, he's got to one, and he's he's never been great in, the, in that game with that level of pressure. And I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer, obviously. I have issues with him that are, that go beneath football as well as on the pitch, or on, on the on the field sort of thing. But I think that, that just needs to be highlighted because Aaron Rodgers, these Packer fans want to convince themselves that he's still the same guy. He's not. And I think that's why the – I, I was okay with the pick. Me and Ryan okay. were on Facebook or live or whatever talking about this, and we wanted him to take Jordan Love because we wanted to see what this team could be. Because you got you can't, you don't want to fall off a cliff and then have to rebuild the entire thing. You have to at least have some sort of plan. I don't mind falling off a cliff if we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Fair enough. My Broncos did it, but let me ask you guys a question. I think this will be a good question to kind of wrap up the question about Rodgers. I mean, yeah. we'll wrap up the topic about Rodgers. How much, okay, what is the percentage that you give Aaron Rodgers' fall off, his statistical decline to his, uh, whether it's like his own physical ability injury or do you accredit it to towards a lack of weapons? Because Jordy Nelson isn't there. Randall Cobb isn't there. He's missing a lot of great receivers. I know Devontae Adams. I know he's got a couple of pieces, but they're just not where they used to be. So w- what percentage do you accredit it to Rodgers himself or his – uh, uh, his his surrounding talent. W- which percentage? Ryan, you go first. I want to hear this. I'd say seventy on him. The guy can't stay healthy, and he never That's had seventy. Okay, and y'all, you know, I, I I respect him. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know. Aaron Rodgers, but he's it's, never it's... been able to stay healthy, mm-hmm. like for a long stretch of time. And you know, in football, the more you get injured, the less and less it's going to be. But I do agree with you. I mean, the years that they were down not making the playoffs, it's absolutely on Green Bay for not surrounding him with pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My problem with you arguing that is how many got nobodies has Tom Brady took and made him look at, like Hall of Fame receivers? Wow, I don't know about that. I think, I think that's, that's a false my narrative. Thing, though. That's a false okay. narrative. 
Peyton Manning did it too, though. Peyton Manning did it too. He made Diddy Woodhead look like a Hall of Famer one year. Wow. He Woodhead. He had some guy named Chad Jackson, who I don't even think plays in the NFL. How many? How many guys have Bill Belichick made look like Hall of Famers? I don't know. What's his name? What was the dude? Flynn? I think that was his Flynn. Who? Flynn? Didn't they have – what was – okay, so the Patriots went 16-0. Brady got hurt, and then they went 11-5. Matt Who Castle. Went 11-5? Matt, Matt Castle. Castle. Sorry. Yeah, he made him look really good too. Yeah, well, was, Matt was, Castle, to be fair, I mean, he, he did have one good year with the Chiefs. He did take the playoffs. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Why nope. that he was trash? So, right. <laughs> but you know what, though? Hold on. Really quick, Ryan, I want to give you credit. I think you are the most fair sports fan I actually know. I think you're the least biased sports fan that I know. With all I appreciate respect, that. I try. Yeah. I, Guru, you're really close, but you always kill me with these messy analogies. I'm sorry. sorry. But that's it. <laughs> I'm also, the thing is, so, I'm only unbiased when it has nothing to do with Messi. I'll say that's, that. that's it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I think Messi's the most talented person in the history of the universe. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> Only Messi. Okay, yeah, okay. That's bias. That's bias. Because you see, we'll get into that later. Yeah. I, I Messi over Muhammad Ali. Facts. Facts. He would okay. too. We gotta, no we gotta, way. We got to stay on topic. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. Go okay. on. So Ryan says seventy percent Rogers, thirty percent. Uh, his supporting cast. So, what about you, Guru? I was. I wanted to. Just, the, you know, the thing is, I wanted him to answer first, so mine didn't sound insane. I said sixty. So I got sixty okay, on Rogers. Um, yeah. Yes, they should have surrounded him better. Um, they did have just general man, just up boardroom decisions. I don't. I Mike McCarthy. I don't blame that much because he had pretty much a winning season every single year and he's yep. not the best coach of all time or anything like that but still he, he consistently got into the playoffs and rogers in too many situations totally screwed them himself and his team wow and wow. I'll, i'm gonna make one more point rogers has moments where he can lead comebacks and get into those situations and and go on a game-winning drive and win, with a winning touchdown but also in certain playoff moments he, I, I think sometimes he lacks the leadership in really bad games to get the Packers back into it and get them into a place where they can actually win the game or come from come from behind that some of the other quarterbacks have done. I, and Rodgers is so talented, and he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I respect him as a player, and also just you have to because of his resume speaks for himself. But all things mm-hmm. considered, that's that's the way I land on, on that situ- on that topic. All right, um, I'll do fifty fifty. I think it's up. I think it's a coin flip. So, all right, that's pretty good. What's uh, next, Google? Point on that? Yeah, Yo, go ahead, Ryan. What's up? The same since they lost John Coon. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't. No, I mean, that he's so was subtle. The heart and soul. And I, I know. Think, he's so subtle, but it works. Yeah, it works. And he was the heart and soul of that team. And, you know, when you lose a guy like that, like the pieces just start falling off. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. So, this is the moment that you, you guys have been waiting for. I'm I'm opening up the floor to both of you to see how the how the you know what I, I saw Pat Mahomes do what Pat Mahomes does. So I'm gonna give you guys wow. a chance to ask me any question in regards to his college career and why I I I saw this. Okay, so I'll uh, you want me to start this off, Ryan, or do you? Whoever wants to go first. All right, I'll start it off really quickly. Um, so the first thing I do want to make a quick comment, and then it'll kind of lead into a question. Yep, go ahead. So. Um, the first thing you always hear about quarterbacks, because it's the hardest position to judge pretty much in sports, 
So they always talk about intangibles, intangibles, which actually means we don't know what we're looking for, but we just know when we see it. So what did you specifically see from Mahomes? Like, was it, it, it couldn't have just been arm talent. Uh, no. Half the guys in the league has great arm talent. What did you see from Mahomes specifically from his passing ability? What, what, what was in his passing? Because that's really rare. I mean, he can move. He can, he can do everything. He's limitless. But what did you see from his passing ability that made you say, okay, this is Manning, this is Brady? Right, right. No, I got you. So there's a few things that I, that I saw through this, and I'll, I'll get into this. I And and this this might be a cop-up, but obviously he's, he's got great vision. He's got this great arm. Uh, the vision is what really get it to me. But then what you would see at um, Texas Tech, and Texas Tech is not a great team. Uh, Kingsbury was the coach. They didn't – they're always ended up in these games where Patrick had to throw for like 400 yards just to, to maybe get a chance at winning a game. But it's what I noticed with him is what happens when he does something dumb, when he makes a bad pass, when he sort of, cause you see with some quarterbacks, they get out of the snap, they throw a bad pass, they get picked off. And then the next play, they're still thinking about the pass that they made. Right. The thing I appreciated about Patrick Mahomes at the time, and it took a few steps for me to realize what he was going to be. I mean, the talent is, is the talent, but it's, it's the way he, he acted and reacted to bad stuff. He'd throw a pick, something would happen, and he gets back to the huddle, and he's, like, hyping his guys up. He, he goes into the next play as if that last – it's like he short-term memory loss. So he's focused on that one play, one at a time, and obviously good footwork. He can pass the ball. He, he's got the big arm. But what I noticed specifically is the way that no matter what happened the previous play, whether he threw a pick, there is this interception. It's, it is like we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. It is one of the dumbest throws in the history of college football, okay? It was just, it was, it was just such a, 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 you know, crazy throw. It's like a, it's like a play where you just, you just don't throw that one. And then I, in that same game, and this was very early, I think he was a freshman or sophomore, he goes back into the huddle the next the next drive and, you know, hikes the ball, goes back there and just drills a 40-yard pass as if he did not just commit one of the biggest mistakes that you've ever seen a quarterback make at that level. So it's just about his mental part and also, you know, with his, his laser focus in terms mm -hmm. of, like, he can do this. But then then he does this, hor this horrible pass. He throws a pick. He fumbles the ball. He makes a wrong play. He goes back out there. He, the next play, he acts. He's he's acting as if it never happened, and he can he can progress forward. And this is why they came back in all those playoff games because he had th there were games where he didn't play well in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, if he did not have that aspect again, they would not have won the Super Bowl. The fact that he could, you know, two picks in that game, they're down in the in the fourth quarter, and then he goes back into that huddle every time, and and goes through the motions and delivers. So that would that would be one thing I would say about Patrick Mahomes that I think people don't really look at because that's not really a scouting report. They, they look at what he does with this, this, and this, but he, they don't really look at the way they handle themselves after a bad moment. And I think that was early. You could see that part of his game really impressive because he, he would, he would, grew up in Texas. He wanted, um, he wanted to go to UT university of Texas. They didn't, no one could recruit him except for Texas tech. And he took every single opportunity and just the short term memory loss and the way he can deliver after I, just bad stuff was the one Absolutely. thing I saw in particular. Absolutely. His confidence and belief in himself is, is amazing. But um, Ryan, he's your quarterback, so you, you go ahead. You tell us what you think about him, man. Tell us what you think about that, brother. 
man, I'll tell you what, when I when they when they drafted him, and this may sound crazy, I, I was happy we drafted a quarterback in the first round, but as soon as like I, I must admit, I don't watch much Big Twelve football. So I mean I'd seen him a couple times. Me neither. As soon as I saw Texas Tech, I'm like, oh no, a Big Twelve quarterback. Tell him what happened. Tell him what admit happened. That. I'm not I'm not afraid to admit it because like if you look at all of them, you got like Bradford, you know, um, you got you got Baker Mayfield, you got Braden we Brandon Weeded, remember that? Yeah. Um, um Blaine Gabbert. He didn't play down in the SEC for Mizzou. You got um Chase Daniel, career backup, you know. I mean, just like average, average, average. And then I'm like, and then I like asked Ellie, and like he showed me these videos, and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm starting to feel more confident. How much I said though? And on before I go with that, any Chiefs fan that said they saw this comment is an absolute liar. Anybody <laughs> saw this comment is an absolute liar. Not even you, Elliot. Even what you saw could have seen this domination. Oh, no, I didn't see this, but I knew. I said all pro. I didn't and yeah. future MVP, but I didn't say all pro and future MVP by year two. <laughs> all right. So uh, what what made you think that he was going to be an all pro at least one time? All right. So I'm going to talk about a game in particular, but I want to I want to mention one more thing that I think you guys will find interesting. Early and this is again I I saw Patrick play from basically his first game onwards just because I don't know I just liked his swagger. I like the way he carried himself. I'm like, this is a guy I want to watch. Um, but early in his career, he had, he had an, he had like dislocated his shoulder or some shit, some something. It was some like injury, and the coach basically had to fight him to sit down. He was trying to mm. get back out there the next play, um, and they they basically forced him. And I like his mental toughness because he just messed up his shoulder, his leg, whatever it was, and he was just he was trying to run out there with his helmet on, and he just wanted to go at it. And even if you look at losses, and I, I saw games where they got absolutely crushed. And just the little things you'd see in a quarterback, like mostly when it's a, you know, 35 to three game, you know, you're not, you're, you're changing the channel. But just seeing Patrick in those situations, just he used that, those games as platforms to short, sort, sort of improve it. Cause he's like, okay, we don't necessarily need to run this play in this moment. We're not winning this game. But so this this is where I first saw it. So, but he he set up himself and he he basically in his head was uh, animating games in the future. So what what's going to happen when there's two minutes left and we're we're losing? How am I going to be able to handle that? We're losing a bunch of games, and we're not in a situation where we're we have the opportunity to show that. So he used these games in the games where he was down two uh, down a bunch, but they're like two three minutes left. He treated those games as like a game-winning drives. So he learned that um, that that ability and that the, the way I, I just saw something in him. But the, the the game that really sold it for me. So when I when I posted on Facebook that the the famous post that I sh I've shared a billion times, just so people can keep remembering what I said, um, it was against it was Johnny Manziel and Patrick Mahomes, and it was Texas Tech um, versus um, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. A and M, right? Yeah. So, um, and high power offense, high power offense. Johnny won the Heisman that year. He had that crazy game where he like muffled the ball against Alabama, throws in the end zone, and they went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So I already just, I already established he doesn't get rattled in bad situations. He's tough. 
he's smart, and then you, you see him throw the ball, and it's just like, this is, this is some Madden stuff. But then you see him when, you're, when he's up with a, a better quarterback, all his numbers, all his performance went up. But in the Johnny, and Johnny was, Johnny is, was in the NFL quarterback. He never was going to be. But he lit up College Station for two years, and he was one of the most exciting college quarterbacks in that, at least in that time period, to do that. And they went back and forth. And I think, I, I think A&M won the game, but everything was happening where Johnny would put this great drive, put it together, boom, we're good. And then Patrick Mahomes would like do do the same amount in like four plays. So it was it was taking Johnny Manziel about five to seven plays to get, and don't get, don't get me wrong, he's tremendous in the game too. But then I see Patrick, who at the time I still I, I still think Johnny was a better college quarterback at the time, and he's making these huge grains. He's he's not running as as a as a weapon. He was running out of necessity, a little uh, dancing with his feet, a little Russell Wilson in that in those games, evading the rush, and then just being able to to, to somehow in his in his in his eyes locate where he needs to go. Boom, and it's just like it was just like the quick movement of how fast he could escalate it and the reason I think that he was able to do that is because in the games where they were getting blown out he was practicing those games as if they were game-winning drives and in that game it was back and forth I want to stop really quick go ahead that was against Baker Mayfield at OU he got the team right the first time sorry okay but I I believe he did to play Johnny at some point too I didn't know because he was there I I know what why you're thinking though because Baker wasn't A&M but no he didn't play Johnny because Johnny was out of college before that. But I, I know what game you're talking about. It was against Baker at uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. So there's that game, obviously. That's the one where I saw it because they were going tit for tack back and forth. And it's just Patrick was just so much more impressive. And then there was there was this play where it, it looked it, – and I don't remember if this is the exact same game. He, like, put his foot on, the on like, the logo in the midfield and just shredded this ball. Like, and it didn't, it would drop in the end zone. It didn't drop, um, you know, 10 yards, 20 yards, and the receiver runs the rest. He, 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 he put that ball exactly where it needed to be, and his mm. receiver just caught in the end zone. And when I saw that, I'm like, if, if there's anything that's an all-pro talent who does all, <laughs> the, who does all the things I've already said, can, can throw it like that in a game like, and it's not like he's playing, you know, Minnesota or something. It was it was a good team who, who were who were they weren't going for the, the college football playoff, but they were they had a very good record. And then you know when I saw that now, game, that's your Baker won the that was that the year Baker won the Heisman. Um. Yes. So we played two, two it was either. There, so yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And then there was that game, and then I saw him go against um, USC, which was I knew what Mahomes was, but. Against USC, it was another um, – teams don't typically play that well in that – against USC, and it was just – and then – so by his sophomore, I'm like, okay, this guy is he's, – he's the real deal. And then his junior, he got better. And then they, people questioned all, the, all these things about him going into the draft. Um, when he was drafted, they ripped him, and I, I understand why, because he wasn't being watched by everyone, but um, – there was just something about him in college that you, you see. And, you know, I, I've been pretty accurate on some other college quarterbacks, but I never went so far on the limb where I said, he's going to win an MVP. This guy's an all pro. And I think the situation he ended up in in Kansas City helps him 
but I just think he was I don't remember who else was in that in that draft, but um, it was Carson Wentz and get Jared Goff. Just based on what you see, the eye test, he was significantly above them, and I thought he should have been the number one pick. So when he when he slid down, and then Kansas City went up to get him, and given the situation, I just I just knew I knew it was going to be fireworks. I said that he should have won the Super Bowl. And I said I think I told Ryan like three to five years he won a Super Bowl. I didn't think it happened this soon, and he's been way better than I ever expected. But those are some of the little things that I saw from Patrick Mahomes, because to me, it was just once you sort of saw him get into the rhythm, and a lot of the, a lot of during his college career, he was just super talented. He didn't exactly know what he was doing, and just in a, in a um, strategic way, football-wise, once he mastered that, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> the NFL's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Yeah, he um that year, that Mahomes got drafted uh, the year after golf. Because remember, we always. Oh my bad. Who was in that draft then? It was it was Watson. Wentz. That's your uh, Miles. Oh yeah, Trubisky. Watson. Sorry, Watson. Watson. Watson and Trubisky. But mm-hmm. even that, yeah, I would take Watson. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I would take Mahomes over Watson, and I thought it was. And I loved. <laughs> I take myself with Trubisky, to be honest. <laughs> no, because that, that's the other thing, because that's what I was going to say. That's one of the ones – that's why I kind of rolled my eyes when we picked Mahomes, because we could have had Deshaun Watson, like, right there. I, I thought, like, at that moment, I'm like, what are you doing? And, I mean, I was right. Deshaun Watson is incredibly special and is a future NFL MVP, but I'd rather have who we have now. Right. The thing with Deshaun okay. Watson – and let me clear this up for all the Bears fans – and people who are trying to take take the Mickey out of them. But but first of all, Deshaun Watson, the best resume. There's, I thought he was not going number one. I really did thought he did. Everything he did, he threw for like 900 yards against Alabama. He won one championship, lost one. So he's on that big stage as much. But just the the intangibles and the little things that Patrick Mahomes did was a reason I thought he should have been that number, that first quarterback off the board. Um, but the, okay, so just to the Bears fans or people who make make it league. The, the the wrong the thing that happened in Chicago is not related to Patrick Mahomes. We can say now, oh, they should have taken Patrick Mahomes. Bears fans can say, oh, we should have taken Patrick Mahomes. That's not accurate because they weren't looking at Patrick Mahomes in that way at that time. The, the wrong the wrongness of the Bears picking Trubisky was they they left Deshaun Watson on the board and they traded a whole bunch of places all the way up to, to get him. So it was the Deshaun Watson is who they messed up when they passed him there. Cause no one was in, in you know, thinking that Mahomes was going to be drafted as hot, you know, in that area. So, you know, when Bears fans say this or that, and people who don't like the Bears say this or that, the, the, the pick that was wrong was Deshaun Watson not being taken by the Bears, not Patrick Mahomes, because me and the Kansas City general manager and maybe a few other people saw Patrick Mahomes before we saw the rest, rest of us did. So it was just, it's not, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the, the wrongness. It was, it was Deshaun Watson going to Chicago was the, what, what, what should have happened. Obviously, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I thought Patrick Mahomes was better than both, but I knew that he wasn't going to take, get taken that high because of the conference he played in. And there were certain things about Patrick Mahomes that scouts were turned off by. Um, they were, they said something about toughness and I thought toughness was one of his greatest strengths. And just, I know he got injured occasionally, and they said that he had a fragile body. 
But I like the fact that when he got injured, immediately he wanted to go back out in the field and, and go for out for the next series. And so I don't know. It's it's a little hard to explain exactly what I saw, but because it's just one of the things you know when you see it. But there's also other things that led up to that um, to that moment um, for all that. All right. So yep. My next question is uh, for you guys. Um, who should really try to take the hardest for Trevor Lawrence? Um, that's a great one. So, do, 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 okay, go ahead. Do you know? Because I have, I have an idea. If you don't, who who should who should tank? Browns. I gotta be arrow. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield at all. I don't. Wow. I, I've, I've done with him. I'm sorry, guys. I don't believe in him. The Bears? Why not the Bears? I mean, I don't believe in these guys anymore, man. I just don't. Now, that being said, do, do you guys really think that Trevor Lawrence is that is like an actual generational talent? Yes. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. He's the Ooh, best quarterback. Yes. To, he's the best – I mean, okay. If we're just talking about someone and coming into the league and you just know right away, no bust factor – most likely superstar. He's the best quarterback to come out of college football since Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck had an early career. He didn't have the career he wanted to. He was an all-pro when he was healthy. And the, the GM and, and, and they didn't surround him. They, he was on the ground for three years because of he was under siege. But hold on. You said best, best college quarterback? No, no, best, no, 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 no. Not best college best quarterback. Prospect? The best prospect? The best prospect. Okay, the best prospect to come into the league since Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was not okay. the best college quarterback. He was the best prospect. He was in, the best prospect. In my yeah. lifetime. He was, he was a much better prospect than even Mahomes. I'll keep it real. Yeah, same. He wasn't so, a, he was not a better player, but. No, prospect. no, 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 okay. no, I got you. Makes sense. So, I get so, you. so for me, it was just like Trevor Lawrence is a better, not a better prop, but he's the best product, prospect since that, um, since Andrew Luck. And he comes, he comes in the league and, you know, and I think, I'll be honest, I'm so high on him. The, the rookie record for touchdown passes is, um, what, 20, 27, 27? It's 27, I think. I think Manning it, did it, and then uh, – No, no, it, Baker has it. It's 27. Yeah, 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 Baker has it now, but Manning it was, did it. It was Baker, mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, and Manning both at 26. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I think there's a good – if he has weapons on the team he, that drafts him, if he goes to the Bears, he'll break the he'll, – he'll, he'll probably throw it for 30 his first year. That's how confident I am in Russell and, – and, uh, sorry, in um, – Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. I could yeah. be dead wrong about this, but I just I love everything. I should I see. be Ryan Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's you know your what? favorite player. If That's Ryan's favorite bus. If he, he is, is my favorite bus, I love him. And yo, he shares the same name as me. It's great. <laughs> you know what though? Do you know what? Ryan Leaf is actually in the Hall of Fame, the preseason Hall of Fame. Preseason Hall of Fame. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I All think. Right. I think there's there's two quarterbacks that are cannot miss in this draft. Uh, Justin Field, I think, one year, whatever. But I still think he is he's not he's not Trevor Lawrence. Let's get that out of the way. But he is he is a franchise changer. So the two teams that should the, the Bears should not try they should actively try to lose. I'm not talking about <laughs> just like I'm talking about like <laughs> they should make know, it obvious. They should bench. They should they should. They should bench Khalil Mack for the whole season. Just take out their the best parts of their defense, and just just because the thing is that the Bears have there's so many good things about that team, except their offense and except their quarterback. They get a court. They, they get that guy in Chicago. 
with Allen Robertson and some of the, and uh, Riley and a bunch of other good pieces that they have, it can be it could be fireworks. And then the division heats up. But I, I'm not saying that Camille actually refused to play. But I'm kind of thinking the Tim Duncan thing, where they they rested David Robinson after he was injured for the rest of the season, so they get the number one pick. So same thing. Do I think they'll get the number one pick? No, because I think their defense is going to win them. Um, so enough games where they will be out of contention for the number one pick. So there's that, and then Jacksonville needs a savior. So I think Jacksonville's the most likely team to do to be able to do that because I just think they're. A week ago, I said. Uh, uh, the, they got one good play, they're running back. And now he's not even there anymore. So this could be like a 1-15 season for Jacksonville. Cincinnati's not going to draft a quarterback, so they're out. The Jets won't draft a quarterback, they're out. Cleveland, even though we don't like Baker Mayfield, I don't think they'll draft a quarterback. So it's really between – I think it's Jacksonville. But if the, if the Bears can be bad enough to get in there, I think they've got to do it just because they'll benefit the most from, from getting a number one pick. And then – there's what there's if a, Philip Rivers gets hurt? Oh, that's a good one. Indy Colts. in Indy. Yeah, yeah. Colts will be another. That, Even that'll if Philip Rivers doesn't get hurt, they should still tank because I don't believe in Philip Rivers either. Yeah, I've not Phil, Philip Rivers is my favorite player in NFL history. I I don't believe him anymore either. So, <laughs> <I hope. laughs> um, so the Colts is another. They should have just kept Peyton Manning in 2012 if they want to come back to this old Philip Rivers. That makes yeah. no sense to me. <laughs> Um, so I mean the Colts, the Colts are in there. I think um, I had this great theory until the Patriot, until the Patriots um, huh? signed Cam Newton. They should have. Um, so I think they're out because I said in the summer, this is before they got Cam Newton. I think the the the, the Pats were going to tank and trade nine draft picks for for the number one and take Florence, but because. Because they signed Cam, that's not going to happen. But um, they, I think um, the, the Bears and the Jacksonville are the two most likely teams. Well, I think the Jacksonville will get him. I think the Bears and the Colts make the most sense just in terms of, you know what I'm saying. Yep. The the Patriots also have eight players that are opting out because of COVID. But yeah. all right. That sounds pretty good. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, you got a next topic? Your, you have your no, go ahead. questions before I end it up? Do I have what? Wait, one more. Do you have your feral? Do you have fair or foul questions for this week before we end? Um, hold on. Do you want to have one? you? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna put a topic in here. You talk about it, and I'll think of fair or foul questions while I'm waiting. Yeah, go All ahead. Right. Go ahead. Um, um, Gabe, you said Kansas City's winning the Super Bowl. Explain. I've already said it. I've said they're winning the Super Bowl. I'll explain it. Um, so it kind of goes back to what I've been saying. Um, who was the last team? to win the Super Bowl back-to-back. I believe it was the Patriots. Anybody want to correct me on that if I'm wrong? It was New England. Yep. Okay, so New England about 18 years ago. Well, this Kansas City team, uh, they have all the pieces they need to be great. Mahomes can be great without an elite receiver, like for a small stretch if somebody gets hurt. Um I don't think anybody's beating them in football. They were down 24 to nothing to Houston. They were down double digits to San Francisco. That's not happening again. I actually, this is going to sound crazy, okay? I think, and I hate this. I, I, I'm even saying this. Ryan's over there with the Super Bowl gear on. I think they actually have a better shot to win the Super Bowl this year than they did last year. 
Wow. And yeah, I, 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 I'd hate to say it because their confidence is growing. Like, like, like Elliot said it, like he has laser like focus. He has a short memory. The coach, your coach is a Hall of Famer. Your coach was a Hall of Famer before he got Michael Jordan at quarterback. So with all of that being said, I think the offense is still one of the most elite offenses in history. Um, I, I, I keep When I go to bed at night, I keep thinking about that third and 15 in the Super Bowl. You guys were down. Mahomes steps back, seven-step uh, seven drop back, 45 yards to Tyreek Hill. I don't think that there's anybody. I don't see any, I don't see any NFC defense. That's scary. He basically shook Tom Brady out the AFC. Thank you, Pat Mahomes. Um, there's nobody in the AFC stopping him. I, I mean, if Lamar Jackson can take that next step, maybe. But even then, I just don't see it. I think Mahomes going to go back to back. I think that people are going to try to, you know, um, put a bunch of feathers in there. Oh, what about this team? What about that team? But it's so obvious that they're going to win. It was obvious that you guys were going to win this year, honestly, because you guys yeah. would have won last year had it not been for a pre-snap penalty right through the interception uh, in the AFC Championship. So I got the Chiefs winning it all. Um, I don't know who's going to win the MVP. I might go with Derrick Henry just because, but I think good it's luck. over. That's a good pick. I, I think it's over. I think the Chiefs win it all. I don't think anybody beats them in football. I think it's a little bit more closer this year, I, even though it was close last year. I think we're due for a Kansas City Classic, but yeah, Chiefs win. I'm sorry, and I hate it. They're in my division. Yeah, I think we're going to win it too. Um, I think our record's going to be a little worse this year because – I think 11-5, because like I said, no preseason or anything like that. But I agree with you. Once we get in the playoffs, unless Tennessee can go on the miracle run or Lamar Jackson can step up. Tennessee has no shot. Only only person that Nobody can stop you in the shot. AFC, the only person who even has a chance in the AFC, in my opinion, is Lamar Jackson. And that's if he turns yep. into MVP. And he has to go crazy. But even then. Well, that's why I say about Tennessee, because if Derrick Henry goes crazy too, then, you know, they got a shot. But you're still saying no. Sorry. They had a shot last year in the AFC Championship. You guys were down double digits to them. You came back. It's over. It's over, guys. Nobody's beating them. It hurts. So what do you think, Guru? Who do you think? Me and Ryan both sound like Chief fans, um, and I'm ashamed to say that. So, Guru, who do you got? Name me. Give me one team. Who's going to win the chip? <laughs> I want to pick them, but I, they haven't won a playoff game yet with him. I th I think the Ravens will, but I I just I have an issue with picking them because Lamar Jackson hasn't won a playoff game yet. So yep. it, it I like they the Ravens should win it because I mean the Chiefs probably are loaded they're loaded everywhere but the Ravens are loaded everywhere too. They have mm -hmm. a great coach. There's so many good pieces to this team. You know what? I'm gonna say Ravens. I'm, Lamar, Jackson, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, you, Lamar, Lamar, you better not screw me on this one because I am giving you the benefit of the doubt that you will win playoff games. If you don't, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna go on the limb, um, just because. If he doesn't, if he does, look, look, look at it this way: if he doesn't win playoff games in, say, two or three years, then Joe Flacco's still a better quarterback than him. No matter how wow, that's so weird. But it's true. It's Joe true, Flacco it's true. won a Super Bowl MVP. And he did it uh, versus Andrew Luck. And then he beat Manning in Denver. He beat Brady in New England. And then he beat Kaepernick in the Super Bowl. So you're 100% correct, Ryan. I'll say this, though. I think – so I'm going to pick – I am going to pick the Ravens. Um, but 
The thing I'm concerned with is obviously um, the playoff thing. And I think that's happened before. I think. Right. But, but here's a different thing, on. right? So Go ahead. I'm not going to say anyone's going to figure out Lamar Jackson, like totally. But if, if, if they can figure out how to, I don't know, wound the lion, I'll say, if they can make him less explosive, if they can make him pass more than before, if they can do all these different things and they can make and they can push him back a little bit, then it's going to be difficult. But again, I feel like Lamar Jackson like worked so hard this off, last offseason. He looked like a child his rookie year and looked like he's ready to be a, in a UFC fighter this year too. So mm-hmm. if he can improve in just some aspects of the game, and I love his running ability. This is the thing. He needs to not take hits. That's the thing it's going to come down to. I don't want him taking hits. And then on top of that, just generally speaking, I think that's the thing that concerns me. But again, I think they should win it. But it will be either the Chiefs or mm-hmm. the um, Ravens. Um, so, okay, I, I got one more thing before I do a fair or foul question. What, let's let's um, across, the, across the table – uh, give our season awards um, just since we're previewing the year. Uh, whoever wants to go first. You go ahead, Guru. All right. Awards. I mm-hmm. got um, I got uh, Desh- uh, Deshaun Watson for MVP. I got um, got uh, oh, jeez. Um, jeez, uh, uh, this is difficult. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, – I'm going to go with J.J. Watt for Defensive Player of the Year if he's healthy. Um, Why not? Rookie of the Year. Good God. Um, I'm going to go with – oh, my God. You want me to go? Yeah, I need some time to think. Go ahead. So, for my MVP, my real MVP pick, I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson as well. Um. I do think he's going to take – especially if he leaves in the playoffs after losing Hopkins, <laughs> there's no reason not to give it to him. Uh, my defensive player of the year is actually going to be Tyron Matthew. Um, he was all pro – I think he was all pro last year. Was absolute shutdown safety. Um, he's been a monster for us ever since we picked him up. I think he takes that next step and really becomes leader to defense. Uh, people can call me biased, whatever. I don't care. Um, rookie of the year, I got Justin Herbert. Um, I don't think Joe Burrow has the talent around him. I mean, let's be honest. The Bengals are only going to win two games year, again this year. So Ooh, I got Herbert, I disagree. Chargers. I don't. I think it's being generous. That was my guy. You know, I think Herbert is at least going to give him seven or eight wins and be decent. So I think he's going to win rookie of the year. And then coach of the year. I hate doing this, but if he gets them back to the playoffs, I'm going to have to go with Belichick after he lost his golden boy um, and losing all those players with COVID-19. And you know he will. Even if it's just a wild card in the first round loss, I'm going to have to go with him. What about you, Gabe? All right, so start off with coach of the year. I think coach of the year is going to be uh, Matt LaFleur. I think the Packers are going to be excellent. I think they might even go to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I know. I sound like Tony. Uh, I'm going to go with Rookie of the Year, um, Joe Burrow. I think that since he is going to be hot, 
I think they're going to look really good. I think that they're going to get to nine wins, especially in that tough division. You got the Browns, they're up and coming. You have Steelers, Big Ben's back, and obviously the Ravens. Uh, obviously the Ravens. I think that Joe Burrow is going to split with all three of those teams. I think he's going to beat the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. He's probably going to lose. He's going to lose to, to all of them, too. But he's going to split with all of those teams. I think he's going to be great. I think because he reminds me of Andrew Luck. And if you remember Andrew Luck's first season, he went 10 and 6. Um, so I think Joe Burrow, I think the Cincinnati, they even remind me of that uh, Indianapolis team. Um, they, they, they've actually been in the playoffs recently. It ain't like they've, they've been terrible like the Browns for 20 years. They've been in the playoffs recently. I think it's like, like the past three, three or four years. So I got Joe Burrow at Rookie of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, uh, I'm going to go with – um, Von Miller, just because I have to be biased some way, I have to give my team hope. So, yeah, why not? Screw it. Von Miller, defensive player of the year. Go ahead. Get 15 sacks. I hope that my boy Drew Locke is, is, is elite and is really good and he, 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 he um, keeps my defense rested. So, yeah, Von Miller for defensive player of the year. Uh, MVP, who should I go for? I, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry for MVP. Uh, I think he's going to have a 2,000-yard season. I think what we've okay. seen last year – yeah, I do. I think – what did he have, 1,800 yards last year? I'll yeah, he was close. He was close. Yeah, and I think he's going to get to 2,000. And I think because they signed their quarterback uh, to $100 million um, – who's what's, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. Tannehill. 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 Trash. Tannehill. Excuse me, Tannehill. He's going to be comfortable in that system. They have a better idea of what they need to do to win. They're going to give that ball to um, Derrick Henry a lot, and he won't be under the radar this year. So he's going to look great. So, yeah, those are my awards right there. All right. I'm going to just forget what I said. I, I, I figured out what I'm going with here. Um, all right. So MVP, I'm still Deshaun Watson. I'm going defensive player. I'm going to go Joey Bosa. Um Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Defensive Player of the Year, I'm going with a sleeper here. I'm going with Raquan Davis from the Dol defensive tackle from the Dolphins. Um, Coach of the Year, um, I I'm going to go with McDermott from the from uh, from Buffalo. And uh, am I missing anything? Or is that it? That's it. All right. That's it. All right. Time to wrap this up. All right, let's do some fair or foul questions, all right? I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of thinking these on the fly. The New England Patriots will miss the playoffs. Fair. Foul. Foul. Fair. I'm going Bill fair. Going Go for ahead. Bill, big, <laughs> Bill is not going for it, guys. You see last year they got busted for cheating. They were cheating against the Browns and the, uh, and the Bengals. The Bengals was the worst team. Bill will do anything. For success, especially because Tom Brady is gone, I think Cam Newton. Uh, I I think he'll be looking like 2015 MVP oh, Cam Newton, not right. quite, but I think he'll be great under Bill. And I think they're going to win 10 games. I think they're going to win the division. I know things change, but things stay the same. That's why I got the Patriots winning the AFC East, and I got them winning the playoffs. I mean, winning a playoff game. Uh, so yeah, foul. All right, Ryan, you're a foul, right? Listen, oh, yeah, fair, I mean, fair, I mean. No, I meant foul. I mean, they'll make the playoffs because there's free wild cards. It's 9-7. and seven. But winning the division, no, the Bills are going 11-5. And the Bills are going to beat the Patriots twice. Yeah, I don't have to make the playoffs. You, <laughs> I, have the, I, have, I have the Pats going 8-8. Eight eight. I, 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 
Cam, Cam is going to have a breakthrough season and probably will win um, comeback player of the year and all that stuff. I just don't think this team is very good. So, um, so that's one. Um, let me think of another one. I mean, you kind of already answered it. Um, Ooh, I've, I've got one if you don't. Go ahead. Um, just real quick, fair or foul, the Saints is going to blow out the Buccaneers week one. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'm going to go page. not a total blowout because I think Brady will put up at least two touchdowns. 42 I'm, to 21. 38 to 17. Wow. I'll go closer to 28-17. New Orleans. Watch Brady, watch Brady throw three picks, too. <laughs> I hope so. I'm praying on it, please. Um, all right, let me think of one. I got um, one more, and then we'll do your last one. Okay. The Browns will be no better than 4-12 this year. <laughs> Who? Who? The Browns. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Come on, you're no, being fine. Uh, I don't get, believe in Baker. They're going to win, like, six games. <laughs> I will say this. If you guys don't remember – Last year, the Browns kind of exposed the Ravens. They beat the Ravens, and they kind of split. But I think that they're going to beat the Ravens again this year. So I, 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 even though I don't believe in Baker, I think they'll go 8-8. Eight eight. I think they'll go 8-8. Eight eight. That's who they are. I got them at 7-9. Ryan, what about you? I got them at 5-11, so foul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, got, I got two more real quick. Um, so, uh, hold on. What, what I, okay, this one's for you, Gabe. The, the Broncos will, will win 11 games. Ooh, that's foul. That's a lot of pressure on us. It's a lot of pressure. I, I think the max, if God is good and John Elway sprinkles some of that goat juice on us, we might get to 10 games, 10 wins. Got to be honest, because we're not beating Kansas City. I, think, I don't think we're going to beat Kansas City. Yet. Actually, fuck that. We're going to beat Kansas City one game this year. I said it, Ron. We're coming for you, and we're going to do it in Kansas City. I, I guarantee it. Drew Locke is going to show you. He's going to show – he's not winning the division this year, but he's going to show Pat he's going to have to sweat. I'm going to, I'm going to go um, – I got to do one bias pick this year. I'm going to go foul 0-16. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to fight. No, no, seriousness, no. You guys will be improved. 9-7. and 9-7. and seven. I got them one in 11 games. I know that sounds crazy. I know Thank that sounds you. crazy. I really think that there's going to – I don't know. There, I just got a funny feeling about Denver this year. I think – we'll see what Drew Locke can really do in a full season, but I think he's, he's got something there. And they drafted really well. And Vaughn Miller and um, um, Chubb will be healthy. I think something will happen there. They're not going to blow up in the playoffs or anything like that. But, oh, yeah. Um, but they're just, they're just going to get there. That's, that's just yeah. my point of view. And then here's, here's, here's one. So just be very carefully how I word this. Kyler Murray will be long term. So in in the long term, we'll be better. We'll be have a better career than Lamar Jackson. So just long term, not not in the Ooh. next two or three years. Long long term. I'm gonna go five. Okay, I, I go gotta on. see. Go on. I I gotta. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I I think it's a possibility because his passing looks a little bit more matured than Lamar Jackson's already, but. Lamar Jackson is a freak of an animal, freak of a nature. Michael Vick 2.0, Michael Vick on steroids. So I'm going to go foul. All right, um, fair enough. I'm going to go foul because he plays for the Cardinals, and that organization yeah, so inconsistent. destroys so, everything it touches. They're inconsistent. <laughs> One year yeah, they're sure. great. The next year they're, they got four wins. You just don't know. Yeah, I've, so, I mean, they could go – they could honestly go, even with Kyler Murray, they could only win five this year. 
I mean, yeah, it's very the, the, the other divisions are too, uh, the other teams in their division are too good. Um, Odd yeah. wins? Wow, now I think you're being disrespectful. I think they're going to get eight wins at least. Eight, eight at least. All right, so, be all right nice. so before we go then, before we go then. Wait, let me answer. Hold on. in last place this year. Hold on, let me, let me, do, let me answer real quick. I've, I've been on this the whole time. I'm going to say fair. I'm going to say it's fair because I don't, I think if Lamar continues to play the way he does, he's going to get hit one time. Kyler, does, Kyler runs around but doesn't get hit, so that's what I'm saying. And I could be okay. wrong about that, but that's all I'm saying right now. Kyler, I love Injured. Kyler, but he doesn't get hit like Lamar does. Lamar takes hits. Kyler runs out of bounds and doesn't take the big, the big hit. So, all right. Uh, Ryan, go ahead. Whatever you're going to say. All right. We got one more, and then we're done. Um, fair or foul? The Rams finish in last place this year, and Jared Goff gets exposed. Foul. Fair. Foul. Fair, fair, fair. I don't believe in the Rams at all. Listen, they had that one year just like Philly did, just like um, the 49ers did this year where they went to the Super Bowl and they got exposed. Oh, because Todd Gurley was hurt. He was, I don't care. He's one player. There's no reason for your entire offense to stall when you have supposed to have an MVP-type quarterback. 100% fair. They finished in last pace. I got the 49ers, Seahawks, and the Cardinals finishing ahead of the Rams. Great question. Yeah, I agree. Ryan. I think it's fair. I don't think golf's all that special whatsoever. I don't believe in him. I don't believe him at all. I think they're – I think – I mean, I think that division's so loaded, and I think they're a good team. They'll still win about six games. But, I mean, no, they're they're finishing in last. Yeah, I, I think they're finishing second to last. I think they'll probably still finish above Arizona. I think it's eight – I don't know. That's a coin flip, though. Eight and eight to nine – Eight and eight to seven and nine between those two, Arizona or LA. Uh, I don't know, but I, I I think that it's going to take a little bit more time with with the coach they have in Arizona and new offense and, and the, the new toys that Kyler have. It's going to take a year for it to all click together. So that's what I'd say. Okay. Um, can I say one more thing before yeah, we go? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So real quick, I do want to commend you two gentlemen. You guys are great friends of mine. I want to thank you guys for standing on the right side of history. Not today. It's easy today. But four years ago, five years ago, when Kaepernick first did his thing, you guys were super supportive. You guys were super understanding. Um, it doesn't take much to be a good human being, but you guys go the extra mile to do it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. Much love, guys. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right, have a good one. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Yo, yo, we got to get back here. We got to do this again after week one. Like, we got to right. get back. Right after week one, we got to be back. All right? All right, all right. we got it. Right. Anything else, anyone? We got to get the group chat popping again, too, just because yeah, I'm not sure. doing fantasy this year because of social injustice, but we got to get the group chat back. All right? Yeah. All Any, right. Anyone else have anything else to say? Otherwise, I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> um, all I got to say is uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, I really do hope that um, the NFL keeps true to their word this year and lets the players kneel. Yeah, absolutely. I second that, signed and, and delivered. Uh, thanks, thank you, everybody, for coming on the show. Thank you, Gabe. Yep. Uh, this was awesome. And we'll be back next week. See you later. Yep, much right. love. Peace, peace. Peace. All right. All good. All right. That was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Elliot? Yeah. Oh, it's still recording. Oops.